Who's on top? Who's on top? Who's gonna be the cream of the crop? Who's gonna hit the game winner mic drop? You don't know, but we just might. If you wanna find out, check us out tonight with Jeremy, Jacob, and Ellis too. Add in Oregon, we have a crew. Woo! And welcome back to episode 9 of Who's on Top. Today we will be talking about the most extreme and exciting sport of all. No, it's not skateboarding, parkour, or motorbiking. We're talking about... Wait, is this right? We're talking about baseball? Yes, sir. Oh, no. We hope to answer the following questions. How is America's pastime so boring? And are improvements possible to such a lethargic sport? Here to answer these difficult questions, we have two of our local town sports editors. Monolithic in journalistic reputation, but not quite in stature, we have the vociferous Yankee fan, Zoe Slavin. Hi, guys. And wearing drunk goggles in a Syracuse jersey, we have the self-proclaimed Syracutie, Sydney Rednick. What's up, guys? And back for more losses, we have the two regulars. Perpetually late, except to criticize Tom Brady, we have the Russian machine, Ellis Gordon. That's good. And wearing sweatpants for the first time in five years, we have the Frisbro, Jacob Kasdan. What's up, guys? All right, now let's talk about a fight. No, it's not our two new guests fighting over the right to ask out Jeremy Giles, but it's one of the biggest fights of the year. Fury versus Wilder. Uh, we actually all saw this uh, fight. We thought it was a great fight, one of the most prominent of the year. Uh, Jacob, what do you think of it? Uh, I thought it was a great fight. I've never been a huge boxing fan before this match, but now it's, to me, one of the best sports to watch on the TV or in person. I was not expecting Fury to win that quickly. I was expecting maybe a 12-round match with potentially Wilder winning. I mean, and remember, Wilder has knocked out every opponent previous to Fury. Fury. Uh, Fury's the only guy to step in the arena twice and not get knocked out uh, by Wilder. Again, some criticism as to Wilder playing very easy Smash opponents. Luck, yeah. um, but again, Fury was a huge man. He's something like 275 pounds. Yeah, that's your that, Irish that blubber. That is a dad bod. It was, it was the Gypsy King versus the Bronze Bomber. They both came out in really sick fashion with the... Um, we had the king, yeah, the Fury, the king entrance, crowned with a throne, and and Wilder came up with a huge Wakanda costume, forty pound. He claimed that's why he lost on it. Yeah, which was kind of pathetic. But anyway, to the fight, it was a incredible fight. Fury was aggressive from the start, something that he's not really known. And then Wilder's trainer threw in the tie. He threw the towel in seventh as a seventh round TKO, but it was kind of over for Wilder after the third round, where Fury landed. Uh, 28 punches to Wilder, zero, and hit him in the ear, which knocked his equilibrium and kind of took him out for the game. So it was a good, really good fight overall, and highly recommend boxing as all of us are new viewers. All right, now moving on to much more exciting sport called baseball, America's pastime. We'll be talking about um, how the Astros and the Red Sox's cheating scandal uh, will impact the entire season. Personally, I think that, you know, we need to spice things up with a little cheating in such a boring sport. Let's see what these guys have an opinion. We're not discussing that opinion again. <laughs> Zoe, what do you think? The Red Sox punishment is definitely coming within, like, the next month, and um, I think it's punishment enough for the Astros. Um, you think they have, should have their World Series title stripped? 100%. It, I don't know if they're ever going to actually now, is strip that the it. Is that the bias Yankee fan coming out on you, or is that the true opinion? What is stripping okay, them of the title actually going to do? It means that they won't have the title. The Chicago Black Sox are technically, quote-unquote, stripped of their title, so while they won the World Series that year, basically, even if it's just a symbolic thing, it's going to look better for baseball if they strip the title. Uh, Rob Manfred was announced something really stupid about how he wasn't going to punish the players because their publicity and, like, they have to face the crowds now like this is punishment enough, and... 
in my humble opinion, I think that's stupid. Honestly, I think that, that it's also to set a precedent for the future. You know, it, the goal of the season in baseball is to win the World Series title, and to have that stripped away is just going to set a good precedent for not cheating in the future. And listen, it's like the the Astros obviously come out out here as well, they won, but losers because you know they're going to get hit all season and booed all season. But yeah, the real losers yeah. are Rob Manfred and MLB. Uh, Rob Manfred is the commissioner of MLB, and MLB is baseball. So um, so like, nice. you know, the losers um. Like baseball, it kind of ruins the, like that integrity of the game, and it's it, it already minor league teams are blackmailing the Astros' name from. Their, I mean, like, can grass growing have integrity though? Well, I they definitely can have integrity. Or he clearly is not a fan of baseball. But for Rob Manfred, he came out as really weak and like doesn't care about the game. Like that's how he's he's saying he's not going to investigate players who were clearly involved. Like Carlos Beltran was a player during that time, and it cites he was involved. He said that the um, the World Series trophy was just another piece of metal. This is like the commissioner of baseball talking about his trophy that he's it's made. It's not another part piece of metal. It's a representation of, albeit boring, but 162 games of a lot of action and, and a lot work. of and work. These and players these players work all season just to get that piece of metal. So it really makes Robert, Rob Manfred look really bad. Jacob, I know you're kind of biased with the Astros knocking the Yankees out the past few days and the Red Sox beating the Red Sox. But what do you think of these two punishments? Yeah, obviously the Red Sox punishment is yet to come out. It comes out in about a month. I know you're excited. I'm very excited to see that. <laughs> as for the Astros, I truly do think that titles should be stripped away. And uh, as for the commissioner, Rob Rob Manfred, I think we need to the MLB needs to find the new commissioner because these stupid statements. Jacob, you're free. I am, and that's that, that's what I'm. That's what that's the goal. That's the goal. But uh, the stupid statements he's making by saying he's going to punish players for hitting the Astros. He's got to go. By hit, you mean hit by pitch. Yeah, hit by pitch, yeah. Yeah, you, uh, there's been a lot of outpour against the Astros, and fans are concerned, as well as the team itself, are, are both concerned that it will kind of spill over onto the field. Uh, it's kind of unofficial, but we're expecting a lot of fights this season, a lot of, you know... Suspensions. It's it's not going to be a pretty season. <laughs> exactly, especially with such a, such a um, vociferous uh, crowd attacking um, the players themselves. Um, I'm completely removed from the situation as a Philly fan, but... Hey, I'm a Tigers fan. We're in the minor league. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, anyway, sitting back and watching kind of all of the news unravel, I do believe that the punishments were fair. Uh, were fair, and um, I am eager to hear what they have for the Red Sox, as someone who hates all Boston teams. Um, in my opinion, I don't see... I Obviously, I understand what it is for Yankees fans who could have been stripped of... Or not stripped, but... Could have made the World the, Series. Yeah, yeah, could have made the World Series and were knocked out by the Astros. In my opinion, I genuinely don't see what stripping the title will be. Everyone knows what they did. Everyone is aware of what it has on the impact of the game. And for a game that's been around as long as baseball has, it's, um, in my opinion, kind of thrown its integrity a bit, and I worry about the future of the game. I just wanted to say, isn't it ironic that in 2017, A.J. Hinch, manager of the Astros, won manager of the year, and in 2018, Alex Cora, manager of the Red Sox, one manager of the year, and now both of them have been forced to quit, but fired. Um, Zoe, are you insinuating handles. that cheating is good? How am I insinuating that cheating is good? No, she's, of the year. She's, she's insinuating that it ruins the integrity of the game. Exactly. I think that's a much better point, I was thinking. Like, <laughs> but it's, also, it's the same thing with like Judge uh, coming up as runner-up uh, of M uh, the AL MVP in 2017 when Jose Altuve beat him out, but obviously beat him out on standards that probably aren't yeah, I mean, there's there's yeah. no there's no proof of this, but like he's told them not to take off his shirt. Like why? They're, they definitely had buzzers. Like 
finishing up talking about uh, the somewhat corrupt management in the MLB, we're going to move on to uh, predictions for division winners for each uh, each division. All right, we're going to start with the NL West. Uh, these are the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, the Padres, the Giants, and, of course, the Dodgers. Um, who do we see winning this division? Jacob? Yeah. As much as I hate to say it, there's a clear answer for this. It has to be the L.A. Dodgers, the recent acquisition of Mookie Betts, and uh, my favorite pitcher in the world, David Price, because the Yankees <laughs> destroy him every time they play. But their, their star power, Cody Bellinger, Chris Taylor. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. They're just a ridiculous team, and there's no way they don't win this division. Okay, so I think there's a clear winner here. It's going to be the Dodgers. I don't think there's a question about it. Um, they're just adding more star power, and I think finally they're going to make it to the World Series for the third time and actually win because there's not going to be anybody cheating against them. Uh, that's fair. Uh, Sid, who do you see winning? I'd actually have to agree with the Dodgers. Yeah, I have the Dodgers also, but some surprise teams in here I think would be the um, Padres and Diamondbacks. Yes, I love what the Padres are I don't. Doing. The Padres are a good team. I don't think they're going to get they, uh, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado. Yeah. They have a young, young core. Yeah, Machado's either going to be, be really good this years. year or really bad this but year. I don't think, be no I don't think the Padres faith. are getting to the uh, wild card spot quite yet, maybe another year. The Diamondbacks, on the other hand, I think have a legitimate shot to get to the wild card spot, though I'm not going to put them Who's there. Who's your star player? Yet. Um, they they made it like a bunch Diamonds. of scrappy players, but they just got Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner, similar to uh, the K- Rays K- last year. Ketel Marte. Ketel Marte, yeah. So they're they're they I could see them being a surprise team. Moving on to the Rust Belt of the NL, we're gonna be talking about uh, the NL Central. These are the Cubs, the Pirates, the Reds, the Cardinals, and the Brewers. Uh, a lot of exciting young teams in here. Uh, Jacob, who do you see winning? Yeah, I actually think there's gonna be two teams from this division in the playoffs. I think winning this division just barely, coming down to game 162, will be the Cardinals. Yeah, they have a very young, potential Cy Young award-winning pitcher, Jack Flaherty, one of the best young pitchers in the game. But I also think it will be the Milwaukee Brewers taking the first wildcard spot in this divi- from the from the NL. They're big on power, the Brewers. Yes, yeah, big power. Yeah, obviously, they have, they have Christian Yelich, and, and that's going to do it for them. I've always had a huge uh, soft spot for the Chicago Cubs, and I just always liked watching them play growing up. So I'm just going to throw them in the mix and um, hope for the best for them. And Think they can make it far in the playoffs? I'm not sure. They're obviously against some pretty tough teams and, um, you know, facing off against Cardinals, stuff like that. Just don't see them getting super far, but I'd love to see them try and make it to the playoffs. Jacob, you have also, to say? Just one more thing. I have an underdog team from this division to potentially win. The Cincinnati Reds. Agreed. They, they stole Sonny Gray from the Yankees after the Yankees dropped him because he sucked, but now he's a great some pitcher. They, they signed away Moustakis from the Brewers, and they actually took away the veteran from the Tigers, Nick Castellanos. Who again, very veteran very on the all, Tigers all doesn't mean player. too much. <laughs> he to he was the good player for the Tigers last year, but he's on the Reds now, and they're going to be good. All right, Zoe, what do you have on this one? Uh, I have to go. I feel like the Brewers are taking um, the NL Central solely because Yelich is going to lead that entire team. There's a lot of power in that lineup, and I'm pretty sure Christian Yelich is capable of carrying that team at least into the postseason, if not further. Yeah, I got the Cardinals on this one by a, a pretty good margin. I think Reds will be second. Pirates are just, they're, they're kind of long gone. At they're this like point. the Tigers. All right, so it's a popular opinion that the one of the best teams in this division, um, the next division, the NL East, is the Miami Marlins. Uh, <laughs> Undefeated in their first three preseason games. Oh, Again. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Twitter trending about this. Um, Marlins have gone undefeated in the preseason, which is clearly indicative of uh, going undefeated the rest of the season. Um, Obviously. Though um, this is a very exciting division to watch. Uh, Sydney, the Phillies fan, what do you have for us? I'm going to say the Phillies end up in the uh, the playoffs somehow, but I definitely think that... Despite their poor relieving pitching, starting pitching... Thank you. And half okay kidding. There are any Thank good you. teams around. Um, 
I do have I do have a lot of faith in Girardi. I'm really excited to see what he does with the team and also the pickup of Didi for the at least the season. Um, and well, now they have a competent long. manager, so exactly. I'm really looking forward to see uh, seeing another season from Reese Hoskins. I've always been a fan of his. I think he's a great player. But I also think that the Braves and the Nationals are going to give the Phillies a run for their money. They've always been powerhouse teams. Those Again, teams. no one has hair like Bryce Harper. So Obviously not. That's always no one. My problem with the Phillies is like that him. Hector Norris is their best reliever, which. He's not a very good Pitching reliever. has always been an issue, yeah, except for like two, their 2018. All four of these like, teams that are supposed to be good have perennially underachieved, so it's kind of always, you're always skeptical, but they have good talent, so I think, yeah, they should be fine. Moving on to the AL West, uh, where chants of Fouston, which is friendly Houston, of course, have been ringing uh, throughout the halls. The Mariners, the Angels, the Astros, the Athletics, and the Rangers. Really good division. Zoe, you want to take this one away? Sure. Uh, I absolutely hate to say it. But the Astros are probably going to pull out on top with the Angels trailing pretty close behind. Despite the Astros cheating, they still have Bregman. They still have Altuve. There's clearly not... And Correa. And Correa. They're not innocent here, but they still are quality players. Uh, The Angels obviously have Mike Trout, who's going to pull them pretty far. um, 2020 MVP. And now they have Rendon. You're right. And Joe Madden as their manager. The Athletics consistently perform fairly adequately. They always make it, they always are a contender. I see them potentially being a wild card team this year. Uh, Jacob, what do you have for us on this one? Yeah, Astros win this division pretty pretty easily, but I think the Angels will, will take one of the wild card spots in the AL. Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, both potential MVP prospects for this year. Gonna be, a, gonna be close between them two, but I think the Astros pull out on top. Sid? Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with everything said. I'm interested to see what happens for the Astros for the coming season, just faced with backlash and a lot of fights probably i will i'm honestly just excited to see videos of fans (laughs) in the stadium and hearing what people have to say and just um any backlash that they're going to be met with throughout the season but i still think there's a possibility of them being obviously in the playoffs they're always strong contender um i also think that the angels obviously mike trout has been a powerhouse ever since he was uh ever since he arrived on the team he's um kind of lightened lightened it up and uh, i'm excited to see what he has for the season all right, Ellis, what do you have for us? Run it yeah, out for us. I I got the Astros, but probably by less um, of a margin than some people here. I think the Angels. Will, I think the Angels will give them a run for their money. With uh, as people said, Mike Trout, who's consistently been amazing, probably bullying as we'd say. Bullying. <laughs> Moving on to the center, uh, AL Central, we got the Royals. Indians, White Sox, Twins, and yes, the Detroit Tigers are still in the MLB. Um, It's an unpopular opinion. I do think uh, Tigers will win the title, this being the Little League World Series. However, (laughs) comma, uh, we're going to continue on to Sydney with predictions. I completely think that the Twins have this. Um, A lot of power with the Twins. No doubt in my mind that the Twins are going to win this uh, division. Moving on. Uh, Jacob, what do you have for us? Yeah, going to have to agree with Sid on this one. The Twins will win this division. I see the... The White Sox with a close second, but I think the Twins' power. They added another bat this year in Josh Donaldson. Ridiculous power, always been great. Nelson Cruz, Miguel Sano, so much power. And I think they're going to, as Daniel Fox said, his bold prediction, they'll hit more home runs than they hit last year. And I agree with that statement, and I think they win the division. They hit the most home runs uh, ever this year, right? Beating the Yankees record, yep. Uh, So it's going to be impressive to see what they do next season. Zoe, what do you have for us? I have to go with the Twins as well. Not only do they have uh, guys like Sano and Donaldson that are really going to take them far, but they also have speed in guys like Byron Buxton, which which is not something that every team has. So when their entire team is healthy, I think that they're really going to give everybody else a run for their... Now we're going to be moving on to the AL East. Um, 
One of the, our favorite divisions so far. The best division in baseball. Orioles, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, and Red Sox. Um, Sydney, as the other one kind of removed from the situation, who do you see winning this uh, this division? So I, I have the Yankees winning. Um, sorry to say it. Not a Yankees Ooh. fan. But always powerhouse. They have great overall team. They obviously have a dynasty that they're working on. So... Still working on though. Yeah, they're they're definitely still working on it. Tigers but, um, have a much more impressive legacy. Oh, do they? Okay. Yes, they do. Um, but I also I think the Rays have always been a great team. Um, very scrappy. Yeah, scrappy, I, I just lo- low pay, very well managed. I've Money liked ball. I've liked watching their games. I know as a Phillies fan, I loved watching the uh, the World Series 2008. My favorite thing to ever see. But I have to say. I'm excited to see what they have to offer this season. Now we're going to be moving on to the propaganda section of the podcast where Jacob, Zoe, and Ellis will sharing objective views about the AL East. <laughs> Jacob, what do you have for us? Yeah, even if I wasn't a Yankee fan, I see that there's no reason the Yankees do not win this division. They won 103 games last year. No Luis Severino. And they added Garrett Cole. Is Luis Severino coming back? No. No. But they got Garrett Cole, who's yeah, much better. He's getting Tommy Tom- John surgery. Tommy John surgery. But Glaber Torres, Miguel Andujar. Attractive men do not compose to win. Luke's voice. DJ, DJ, La Machine. Gary Sanchez has improved his improved defense. It's improved defense. Much improved. Al- yes, this much improved the, defense. The- Aaron Judge. <laughs> we all know who he is. All know? rise. He has his own chamber inside Yankee Stadium. Do not take that the wrong way. Brett Gardner returning in center field. Steroids. I love Brett Gardner. Sadly, Giancarlo Stanton went down with a grade one calf strain today. And is out for at least a month. Most likely <laughs> missing opening day. In my eyes, no reason the Yankees don't win this division. Garrett Cole. James Paxton returns soon-ish. We're, Severino's gone. Jay Happ looks really good for our third or fourth rotation. But I think the Rays will get the wild card for the AL. They've acquired Jose Martinez, Hunter Renfro, and I'm going to butcher his name, and the Japanese slugger, Yoshitomo Sutsuko. <laughs> and they also led the AL in, a- in, the, in ERA <laughs> in 2019. Not for this year, but also I do like the, what the Toronto Blue Jays are doing. They're young stars. Vladdy Daddy Guerrero Jr., <laughs> Kavan Biggio, Bobachet, all young stars. They'll be good in a couple years, but they're going to suck this year. Now we're moving on to uh, episode two of uh, <laughs> Yankee Propaganda. Zoe, what do you have for us? Even if I wasn't a Yankees fan, the Yankees are taking this, no doubt, not a question. They won 103 games last year with a team that was ridden with injuries, 30 guys on the IL, um, and they still made it into the postseason. Not only that, but uh, they added Garrett Cole, obviously the best pitcher in all of baseball right now, in my debatably, opinion. Debatably, debatably. Jacob DeGrom also happens to be... In my opinion, Garrett Cole good. is the best pitcher in baseball right now. I think this season we're going to see guys like Torres and LeMahieu consistently being amazing. Also guys like Mike Talkman stepping up, uh, who clearly proved that they are capable of playing in the big leagues and uh, coming in clutch when it's needed. So because of that, um, on top of already huge names like Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez, this team is going to be amazing. Zoe, real quick, over 100 wins or under 100 wins? Over. Okay. I mean, my guess is like 107. Okay. Now we're going to be moving on to uh, round three of uh, Yankees propaganda with Ellis Gordon. I definitely think the Yankees are going to win this division. Listen, they've got they've got a lot of power on their team. It's a bunch of righty power that is a, that is a small flaw, but it's still one through nine can hit home runs. They're deadly throughout, and look, they only added with Garrett Cole last year, boasting a 2.5 ERA, 20 wins, 
which wins isn't really an important stat, but 20 wins, 6.8 war, led the league in strikeouts. He is the best or second best pitcher in baseball. Jacob DeGrom might not, might be better than him, but they're only getting better from here. Yankees win the division. Over 100 wins, I say 102 wins. All right, let's introduce the Wacky Sport of the Week. Drum roll, please. Ellis, take it away. Our Wacky Sport of the Week is Greasy Pole climbing, popular in places like Indonesia, Brazil, the UK, and the Caribbean. The rules change based on where it is played, so competitors have to try to shimmy up a vertical pole that has grease on it. If they fall off that pole, they fall right into the sea or water below, and they lose. The first one to get up the pole wins. It's a race. This pole is 45 feet long and can be anywhere from 10 to 25 feet from the sea, and it's heavily greased with usually biodegradable axle grease and make it extra simply, people put Tabasco sauce on it. And it's so popular, strict rules are guarded on who can go in. There's actually tryouts for this. So go to your local JCC YMCA and try out for greasy pole climbing today. Remember, this is not at the club. This is an actual sport participated um, in all uh, communities around the world. We actually do have a uh, recording from us in a small vintage in Armenia. All right, uh, Ellis, let's play the recording. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> All right, uh, that was uh, our small trip to Armenia. Now we're going to be returning home to induct one of our very local heroes into our Who's on Top Hall of Fame. Ellis, do you want to pronounce uh, his name, yes, the legend Sen himself? The Georgian Mamushkaveli. Yep, always known as Mamouk. Why is he in the Hall of Fame real quick? He had a buzzer beater shot at Butler. I was there at the Remember, game. Remember, he's a Seton Hall. Crazy. He's a local hero. Seton Hall basketball player. Amazing buzzer beater shot. Welcome, second player inducted into our Hall of Fame. All right, now uh, onto our weekly betting advice. Ellis, take it away. I think we have a larger sum today than we did last week. Yes. If you are betting $10 million on our podcast, thanks for the vote of confidence. That said, you shouldn't be doing that. Unless you're Warren Buffett. Betting, unless you're Warren Buffett this week. If your name is not Warren Buffett, then you should not be betting $10 million on the podcast. It's irresponsible betting. Be wiser. Uh, remember, we are experts, but we don't recommend you take our advice. We got one last disclaimer for you, Sydney. Let's uh, let's hear it for our local newspaper. Away. All right, guys. So Zoe and I are co-editors on of the sports section for the Columbian, which is the Columbia High School newspaper. We are super, super happy and excited about the issue we have coming out in the second to last or last week of March. I believe it will be featuring extreme sports. We have extreme sports. We have Kobe. We have March Madness. There's tons of stuff to read, not just in the not just in the sports section, but we have wonderful other sections as well. Keep an eye out for the art, and the, we're just very excited overall for the uh, the next issue that's and coming out. And thanks for being on here. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks, Zoe. Thanks, Thank you, it. guys. Thank All you, guys. Right. Have a good week. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.